You are now listening to Pre-Gaming with Polly. Oh, that's the start of it. Oh, that's the start of it. And Mike, we're back after a long hiatus. People are saying Ooh. things like, people are saying things like, where'd they go? How can I, how can I live without them? That's what they're saying. Oh. What are they doing? Where are they, where they been? And they don't even know that we were here the whole time, waiting, watching in the shadows for the right time. And then we see coronavirus come, oh, no. and we say, and we hear people saying, "Oh, I'm sitting at home. I've I've already done all my puzzles." They, wow. They're doing they're doing puzzles now, Mike. They're doing puzzles. Three years ago, were people doing puzzles? Were people begging to walk around a park? No. They weren't. So me and you, we looked at each other and we said, "We got to bring the cast back." We, I mean, and and then and then people, and then I tell people, <laughs> and what do they say, Paul? They say, "Oh, what what is this? A, oh, a new quarantine trade of yours? You're going to start a quarantine podcast? No, no, this no, has Mike, been years. Th- this has years. been had. It's been we were had. doing." We were doing podcasts while people were uh, in their diapers. I was, doing a po- I was walls. doing <laughs> I was doing a podcast in the womb. It was called the Wombcast. It was uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was just talking about fetal related matters. I said this is what I said to people. I said, "What's the deal with umbilical cords? I mean, they give you nutrients and then what? They never call you again?" And it was a real big hit. Around the embryo community. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Big okay, crowd. So, all so right. uh, first of all, let's get people up to date. Uh, if you're listening to this, you are listening to Pre-Gaming with Paulie. If you're an old fan, this was the podcast from a few years ago where in Belmar we would drink with people and pre-game before we went out to the bars. It's going to be a little different this time. Kind of the same, but a little different. We're still going to be drinking. Right now we're in quarantine, so we're not going out to any bars. But we're still pre-gaming in the sense we're going to have a little bit more... Uh, structure so to say i feel weird saying that because we might not we're not there's nothing there's not there's there's categories yeah like we're gonna have uh uh segments that will be recurring um we're gonna have guests on soon but for the first few episodes of this relaunch it's just gonna be me and mike the all the old episodes will be up too so if you're starting with this episode and you want to hear what it used to be like or what you know some of the old episodes were like Feel free to go back on that. But other than that, it's still fucking, it's still the same flavor, you know? You we're you like, know it's we're like a MDW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. MDW, Paul. Can we talk about that? Yes, it's MDW. And Mike, this is, well, first of all, before we talk about that, let's, let's start uh, how we used to start the old episodes. Let's start with what we're drinking. What today. we're drinking. That's a big one yeah. for me today, but I'll let you, you should start because I, I haven't made it yet and I want to make it for everybody to listen, you know, but you okay, guys. So I am drinking right now uh, the new tropical flavors of White Claw. So before we even started, I'm going to be real with you and I'm going to be real, real 
I'm gonna be re 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 real. I'm gonna be real with everyone in America who's listening, because uh, oh, I'm gonna say everyone in the world, because if our audience looks anything like uh, the last audience, we had one guy listening in Greenland. There was a guy in Australia, according to the stats, because I'm a big stat guy. So for everyone listening in Greenland, this is for you. Uh, I'm drinking the tropical white claws. Uh, so for those who are not initiated, that is watermelon, tangerine, lemon, mango, and uh, I've been I drank a few before we even started. Wow! So I'm ready to tell you how I feel about them already. Are you, I'm are you ready. ready for that? Let's hear about it. So flavors. So a lot these of people, new, right? These are new. These, these are, are new, at least new for me, and new within the past like month been, or two. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people post them. I haven't tried. Oh no, I think I tried watermelon. I I like it. I'm a big watermelon flavor guy. So I'm gonna say this: watermelon and tangerine, so far, have been people's favorites that I've been hearing. They taste exactly the fucking same to me. They taste See, exactly but... the same. And lemon is terrible. Probably the worst flavor out of all the White Claws. I might catch some heat for that. I've heard a lot of people say they like lemon better than lime or lime ta- or lemon tastes better than lime. No. Lemon is far and away the worst flavor I've ever had. Uh, that includes raspberry, which seems to be the uh, worst flavor according to the consensus. Really? I, feel like- I feel like a lot of... I hear a lot of lime. I don't like lime. And I hear a lot of, what's that, grapefruit or something? Is that, that's one, right? Grapefruit. Yeah. I hear a lot of grapefruit hate. I like grapefruit, but I feel like if you if you went into a crowd and pulled 100 people, 40 of them would say raspberry. Yeah. You know? I think more so than, you would get 40 raspberry, 20 grapefruit, 20 lime, 20 uh, black cherry, whatever whatever the other one is. I think I, think I got yeah. it actually. Um, yeah, I like, I think they're good so far. Um, but I just don't get the hype. I think people are just excited about anything new. I think because it's a new flavor, people are kind of looking through them with a rose colored, uh, lens. That's what they want to see. They want to, they want to believe it's the best. Oh, this is the best. Oh, that is the best. I see uh, so many Insta stories in the past week. Like, oh, like pull, like what's the best one? Like everyone's like rating them. I'm like. I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of people know this about me. Whoever knows me, I'm not a I'm not a white claw guy. I'll mix my white claw, but I don't like just drinking white claws. You know, it's not my thing. You know, I will say, I felt like I was kind of harsh on lemon here. It's not saying that's bad because there's really no flavor of white claw that I dislike. But mm. I I definitely don't get the hype over all of it, and it's like. You know, it's like it's it, it's like pizza. When it's bad, it's good. Even the worst flavor of White Claw is good. Mm-hmm. You throw ranch on it, it's good. Yeah, but I, you know, I also can't be- even believe it took this long for like White Claws to become a thing. Because like vodka clubs or vodka sodas is like, I felt like was was probably the first cocktail, if not one of the first cocktails. You know, it's like such a simple thing, and no one thought, what if I put it in a can? What if we just do what they do with beers? What if we yeah. just do that? It, it took to 2018, whatever the fuck it was, to to come up with that. Something like that. 
round Eno- 2018. What a, what a year. But enough about me. What are you drinking today? Because I'm kind of excited to hear about it. It sounds good. Okay, so I put up a little talk about Instagram polls and whatnot. I put up a little thing today. Uh, just like, hey, guys, looking for a new mixed drink. Can everyone write in suggestions? And I I want to thank everybody that gave me suggestions. I had a, I had around like 15 to 20, I want to say. All like wild type things. Sometimes people got too fancy. Like I wasn't trying to go to the grocery store and buy limes and, and pineapples for my, my drink. I was just trying to get a new mixed drink that I haven't had before for the podcast. Uh, the winner today is our good friend, Adam Goodsight. Wow. Wow. Shout out. Um, I know we're probably not going to be on video, but I'm going to show the camera anyway. We have the white coconut Captain Morgan, right? So a little white rum. Uh, I'm just going to eye this. I'm not really shotgunning it or, you know, put it in a shotgun, uh, shot glass first. Just going to do, do a little bit of that. That looks good. That's some good, uh, some good sound effects. Yeah. And then he recommended... That I throw in an orange monster. Oh, dropped it. An this orange is monster. word for word his suggestion. Yeah, like everything you're it. putting in is what he said. Yes, I listened to him. I took his advice. I'm a good friend. <laughs> so he went orange monster with that. I think his first thing was orange soda. Then he said we're an orange monster, and I was thinking more energy. But it was his recommendation. Recommendation. And then he said, a little dash of Sprite. So I brought a little Sprite up here, too. So we're doing white rum, orange monster, dash of Sprite. Oh, man. I don't know about this one. You don't know? I think I'm out on this one, TBH. First of all, I'm not really a huge rum guy in general, so I don't think it's a very fair thing for me to be judging it because if it was vodka, maybe I would even think it's different. Um I don't know. Well, okay, I'm so always, I'm always before you even Captain drink Morgan. it, yeah, okay. I know you like Captain, but but before you even drink it, how do you think this is going to be? Well, I mean, obviously, you think it's going to be I'm, good because you picked it. Yeah, so I had about like three suggestions that I was like really into doing, and Adam won me over with the I don't know. I, of course, when you say Captain Morgan, it's usually going to catch my eye more. And then, you know, he threw the orange monster. I like monster. I was like, all right. Yeah, he kind of won me over there. I, I'm i not a big orange guy, per se. I don't like orange vodka. Like, or, you know, when they do, like, fresh squeeze with the vodka. I'm not a big fan of that. But with the Captain Morgan, I really, I, I wanted to try it out. But not a big orange fan myself. But I'm excited right, so, about it. Maybe it's something So new. give us a first sip, dude. It's fantastic. Wow. And you did it with Sprite, too? Yeah, I put a little dash of Sprite. Definitely the least amount of Sprite. But, uh, yeah. No, I love it. Thank you, Adam. Oh, also, by the way, if if everyone at home couldn't tell, we are doing this over Skype at the moment. Eventually, as we go, we're going to bring it to in-person. So if there's any, like, anything sounding weird about the audio, it's because of that. Yeah, so we're uh, we're doing you know webcams right now. I don't think we're our plan is to post you know uh, like a YouTube video of us ta- doing the podcast. I would hope maybe in the future when we could do this in the same room, we could get a little production out of it, and maybe maybe one day uh podcast goes live on YouTube. Who knows? That'd be knows? fun. My mind's going like 
it's it, it, it's turning. The cogs are turning right now, and I'm 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 thinking of of you and Captain Morgan, and can you tell? <laughs> can you tell us? <laughs> can you tell us a little bit? about your experience with Captain Morgan in the Poconos. But before you do that, let me give these people a little inside info of what it is that the the Poconos means. So when if from now on, from this moment on, if you ever hear me or Mike referring to the Poconos, what we're talking about is going to our friend's Pocono house with 10 dudes. A lot of us are fat. And uh, we wear bandanas <laughs> and we just drink the entire weekend. That's literally the whole point. The house could be anywhere because it doesn't matter because we don't go or do anything. <laughs> we just go to the house and just drink a lot and play games. So, Mike, can you tell us about your experience with drinking? It might have actually been coconut rum, too. It was. It was Captain Morgan. It wasn't the white one, though. It was, you know, what is it? Spiced rum, whatever the brown one is. Right, right. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your experience there. Okay, so for people that don't know, I lived in North Carolina, and everyone was like, you know, you guys all went to the Poconos, and I was always jealous, like, you know, severe FOMO. Everyone's having fun at the Poconos house. Finally, I moved back home. This is my first time at the Poconos house. People are, you know, veterans at this point. I'm a rookie. I, I show up, and this is this is after me and Paulie over here went to New Orleans, where... My name turned into Mikey Hurricanes. I looked at what a hurricane was. I drank hurricanes the whole time I was there. And the majority, it's there's a lot to it, but the majority of a hurricane is rum and pineapple. And then there's a bunch of other stuff in there. But I just saw the rum and pineapple and it said, that's my new drink. Uh, so, you know, got about going to the Poconos first time. Got a bottle of Captain Morgan. A handle, too. Um, bought a bunch oh, of pineapple juice pineapple juice and when as soon as we got there i don't even think we so we generally play you know beer games the entire night but this is when we first we're settling in we're just getting there we're hanging out we're making fun of each other and i just made myself you know a rum and pineapple killed one drink maybe two and then all of a sudden like paul or whatever it was like all right we're gonna start playing drinking games at this point, I'm near blacked out already. I'm like halfway through the battle of captain. We were young at this. We were like 20, 22. Was this probably was probably like right after college, right? Yeah. Or maybe it was so during. Like I think it was right after. Yeah, we were probably 22. Yeah. So I and I've always just drank beer. So like I never really experienced like drinking alcohol just screws you up that fast. So and like I'm coherent and everything, but like I'm really fucked up. And then, you know, we started playing games. And literally, like, after the first game, I was so bloated just from all this pineapple <laughs> juice. I had, like, talk about being fat. I had a giant, like, just gut like I was pregnant. And we played, like, one game. And, you know, you're beer pong. You're, like, throwing beers back to, like, you know, win the game. You got to go fast. And I'm just so bloated that I finally asked Paul. I was like... Paul, I need to puke so I can continue drinking. Like, my stomach is full. And we go up to the, the balcony, and Paul gives me the Heimlich. Literally, <laughs> just my gut. <laughs> over and over. Just sh shoving his fist in my gut. And I ended up puking. So, I, I was like, 
I was puking for like 10 minutes. I feel like I was just like, you know, we're talking constant vomit. But but I would like to say I went back in that room and we, we parted until three, four in the morning, finishing the beer games. I did not look back. Now, that's really funny because I have a couple notes about this story. One, I I didn't remember me giving you the Heimlich until you just said that. And now I definitely do remember doing that. It was you. It was definitely. You've done this to me three three to four times in my life. I've asked <laughs> yeah. to give me the Heimlich. Wait, yeah, actually, just... the final time, which was this past year, I'd like to note, was an Airbnb in the Poconos. And I needed to throw up again, but I couldn't. I was, like, trying to throw up so I can continue to play. And I, like, gave up. I was like, I, I can't do it. And I sat down. And you came down the stairs, halfway down the stairs, looked me in the eyes, and said, Mike, let's do it. And I just said, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was like, all right, let's give it a try. Walked upstairs. Paul literally gave me the high, like, and I puked. <laughs> and went back downstairs and I was fine. So this is an ongoing thing with me and Paul. I'm like a fucking doctor, dude. I'm, I'm a specialist. If there's probably specialist terrible side effects. Specialist. specialist. But, oh, well. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely not a good thing to be doing. Second of all, you said that story completely accurate, but I really want people to understand how fast it was that you went from, like, being, well, like, sober time. to being, like, complete like like whoa this guy's fucked up like it felt like i turned my head and like went inside for 10 minutes and then i went outside and i'm like i'm talking to a completely different person right now and the worst part was no one even had like a beer yet and i was, <laughs> I was so fucked up and i remember Je- jesse shout out jesse always brings it up he's always like mike blacked out by 9 p.m his first time at the Pokemon. dude if, we got like, there probably like that. seven you know, like it yeah. was like we get there at seven. I was like blacked out by nine, and yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely it, fun. That was it, that was good times. It's funny. I, I I have two things to come off that. One, it's funny that you said it was more so that you were so bloated. Um, now I'm not gonna say any names who this person was because it's not important. <laughs> but you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was at a brunch. Now, there are some brunches where it might be encouraged to drink a lot. You're at a bottomless brunch with your friends, and it's their birthday, and it's a Saturday or Sunday or whatever, and it's like, okay, we're going to get bottomless brunch, and we're all going to get drunk, right? I have no problem with anyone getting drunk like that. In this situation, it was not okay for that. You could put... Two and two together, why it might not have been okay. But it was definitely not a situation where people were drinking a lot. And it yeah. was not a bottomless brunch. I saw this person drink <laughs> definitely double-digit mimosas. Love that. I, I, I want to go as far as saying like 15, <laughs> something like that. And I know that sounds like a lot. I mean, it sounds like a lot to me. But I was watching them drink this. And thinking to myself, I don't even know if I could drink that much orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like all the sugar from the orange juice would, like, stop me before even the champagne. So yeah. No, I feel I, that. And, like, with a drink like what you were drinking with pineapple juice, something that's super sweet, that's going to yeah. catch up to you. And it did. And it did. And, you know, and that's the thing with the lesson. Poconos. 
Yeah. That's the thing with the Poconos. It being your first time, especially there's, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't going to understand this, but there is sort of that allure of the Poconos of, oh, this yeah. is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And yeah. like you just get into that headspace and then boom, it's too late. Dude, I used to see Snapchats. I used to see videos. I, I was in group chats with people who've been to the Poconos. When I was heading there, I wanted that. Like, I'm thinking the best stories. And I'm just like, as you get there, you're trying to just live up to that hype. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. as I walked in the door, I was fucked up. You know, like, I, I'm I, trying to do that. <laughs> I think I think that, like, relates to people or could relate to people across like any kind of different events like say you have a friend who goes to school in miami and like their college is miami and they go to ultra every year and like you see them and then it's like all right your senior year now you go and visit them like you already have this idea of what it's like and then you just fucking go way too hard in the first like yeah. fucking hour and then because yeah, you're, you're trying to it, you're trying to hit that moments. yeah yeah all right, Mickey, on that note, uh, you know, we talked earlier about how we were going to have some segments. What do you say we do our first little segment? First segment. And this first segment is called This Week in Dude News. In Dude News. This Week in Dude News. So what This Week in Dude News is... Pretty self-explanatory. A lot of times in the news, you hear people say, "Oh, um, at uh, on on 13th and and Washington, there was a a power line out and the uh, doobity doobity." No, we're we're not interested in that. We're interested in things that people like me, people like Mike, people like you listening at home would be interested in. I'm so sick of he- listening to the news every day and hearing this guy go beep beep. And the other guy go, I want to hear what I wa- what I would be interested in. And I think that people at home feel the same way. I think the, the kind of person that would listen to this podcast are the kind of people that would be interested in these news stories. Let's do it. All right. You want me to start or you want to start? I want you to start, Paulie. All right. So I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if today is a big dude news day or something, but there were a lot of things to pick from. So I kind of had a tough time narrowing it down, but this is what I ended up picking. So you're familiar with the work of Ron Jeremy. Is that safe to say? I think I know exactly what you're going to talk about, but yes, I am familiar with that boy. So, so for those of you at home, fucking nerds who don't know who Ron Jeremy is. Ron Jeremy is probably the most famous porn star, at least male porn star of all time. Male. Um, I'd say male. Yeah. Uh, and I saw something in the news. This is the headline. <laughs> this is a great headline. This, this headline almost sounds like a Mad Lib. It's uh, <laughs> a... <laughs> Adult film star Ron Jeremy fighting to save Tree outside his childhood home in Queens. That that headline's got everything. It's got nouns. Bang. It's got verbs. Boom. It's got more nouns. But doom. It's got a setting. <laughs> Queens. So so our which is also a noun. Which Queens. Also, bang. Noun. Uh, our protagonist in the story, Ron Jeremy, uh, fighting verb to save. A tree 
outside his childhood home in Queens. Not necessarily the thing you'd think Ron Jeremy would be in the news for. So he put up a tweet, and oh man, I really wish you could see this fucking <laughs> this picture he did. The picture the, of him like tied to it. I, I think yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So so the picture says, "I need your help." Period. <laughs> help me save my tree. Period. This I, I would also like to note in between each sentence he he doesn't start sentences with a capital letter, which is okay but it's weird that he's even adding periods if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do grammar rules automatically adds the capital so like why why pick pick one grammar rule and not the other um but anyway he says i need your help help me save my tree this tree was planted by my dad the day i was born please let con edison know that they cannot tear down this tree i'm guessing that's the the county that he lives in or, or con edison is a utilities company whatever the fuck it is they're the ones trying to cut it down. Uh, Bayside, Queens, please help save my tree. Now, the way he's grabbing this tree, if you... <laughs> I don't know if he's tied to it. It doesn't look like he's tied to it. It looks like he's, like, hugging it's it in a, a weird hug. way. Is it a back hug? That's how I yeah, picture so, it. Right. Like, so I've the, seen it real quick, yeah. So the way I would hug a tree is have the tree on my front with, like, the tree trunk on my chest. He is doing it backwards with like the tree trunk on his ass, and he's and he's got his arms going behind his back, hugging the tree. And if he's so, not tied, to it, I feel like he's trying to pretend like he is tied to it by doing that. Like right. if you're tied to a tree, like if you were change it, like I don't know, I've seen it in TV shows where like, oh, I want to stop them from cutting down this tree. I feel like you know, like your fronts away, your back's on the tree, and you're like chained to it. So I feel like yeah. he's putting that that like feeling into people that he chained himself to this tree but if he's not chained then it's like just kind of weird that he's doing that yeah now i will say i feel for him in a sense that i have one or two trees in my yard at the whole at like in manalpin like the house i grew up with that i have seen grow throughout the years and Uh, i would be like upset if they cut it down if you know out of my control cut it down I think it's just more funny of like, th- like this is the guy that's in the new like, knowing his whole opus, and this is the like fight he he is facing, and this is what he says. He says, "I looked after that tree all my life. They tried to chop down that tree years ago, but I wouldn't let them. I even belted myself to the tree. So this is not new territory for our guy here." He, he has been on the front lines protecting not only trees, but this specific tree. And he says, let my little tree live. He ain't <laughs> ready to go yet. That's what he said. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to stand in solidarity with Ron Jeremy and say, let the fucking tree live. I want to know why they want to cut it down. Is I'm it, glad you asked that. Is it in violation of something or, or whatever? I'm glad you asked that. So this is what the article says. In a statement to NBC New York, the New York City Parks Department, shout out Leslie Nope, said they appreciate Mr. Jeremy's personal attachment to the tree in front of his childhood home. Our city streets are not just environment assets. They also connect us to our roots, reminding us of the people and places we love. However, the department also said their inspection earlier in the month found that the Norway maple to be in poor condition with less than half of the canopy remaining, and despite the branches that remain not posing any safety threat, they are likely to fall. 
Because some of those branches are close to power lines, Cod Con Edison will provide clearance prior to removing the tree, the Parks Department said. That's it. So now if you look at this picture, it's not like on his front lawn. It's like on that grass part that is in on between the other like side the, the sidewalk and the road. Exactly. Curve that's where it is. Of the curve. So yeah. I guess that technically is uh, not his property. Right. I mean, is that how it works? Is that not I people's think property? So. so if there's a sidewalk, your your property ends at the sidewalk. Though I think you're actually entitled to like cutting the grass in between that spot. I don't think you own that spot. But that's weird because that's where like people have mailboxes and stuff. So it's like yeah. you don't own that mailbox. I, I feel like that's like a Look, weird I'm not gray a homeowner. But I, I think like you're entitled to that. But if like they want to cut or, you know, remove a tree per se. I think like city has laws. You know how they come around right before the winter for the, like the power lines, so they don't have. You know if trees are like in the power lines and if snow is gonna fall on them and then they might take out. They get heavier than like might take out a power line, so they come around and they trim the trees. I don't know if everyone notices this, but it happens right before the winter every year. I think it's like they're allowed to cut what's lying over the sidewalk to protect power lines and and such. Yeah, that's like the city's rules to do. So like things don't get, you know, screwed up with snowfall or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, go I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say that this is going to be a losing fight for Ron Jeremy, because as uh, Rocco's Modern Life has taught us, you can't fight City Hall and you can't no. fight corporate America because they're big and we are small and you can't fight City Hall. Um, I think that he should stick with what he's good with. Um, I think he should get back in the game. I think <laughs> I think the people need him. I think the trees are going to be okay without him. I think they got their own support system, but I think the culture, uh, I think the porn culture really needs Ron Jeremy back. So uh, I just want to say, Ron Jeremy, we're rooting for you. We hope this tree uh, survives. And most of all, uh, you know, we hope you find some solace in all this. We hope you come back to where uh, you belong because the culture needs you. Yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful statement, Paul. But what I would like to know, I, I don't know if this article goes into it, but does like he own, still own this house that his dad planted the tree? Or is he like going to a random house? Like if I would go to Jackson, you know, like go back to my childhood house mm. that I grew up in. And am I protecting somebody else's tree right now? Or is it like, did he buy, like, you know, he's got fame and he's got money. Did he buy his childhood house? Because I'd respect it more. If you're going to, like, somebody's random house that you lived in at one point, that's a little weird, right? Mm. <laughs> like That's a really then, good question. I think it's like, you have an attachment. You know, your dad planned on the day you're born. That's definitely an attachment. But don't you think it's weird if you would move and your family moved and you no longer live there, but you still had an attachment to that tree? Like that yes. is strange to me. Yes. If you that, that... always had that tree and like that is you and like this is my house, my family's house, I then bought it. And, you know, I've literally owned that tree since the day I was born. I get it. But are so... you supporting that because the day I was born, but like somebody else owns it, but now I still support it? Like that's a little strange. So this is the only um this is the only info they say about this. They say Jeremy, who has been staying at a Hollywood hotel during the coronavirus pandemic, that itself opens up like a million questions. 
told the New York Daily News that a neighbor let him know the trunk was wrapped in yellow tape last week. So that's all they say. They don't. I would believe at that point, just by that statement, that he does not own this tree. You know, like this is going to someone. If a mm. neighbor tells. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's very possible that he. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that he owns the house and just never lives there, like never and goes there. And that's why a neighbor told him. Yeah. Or he would just have to be lucky that the neighbor who he grew up with at that house still lives there. Yeah. You know, like that almost makes me believe that he does own it because I feel like the chances that the people who own the house next to him still being there and knowing he had some sort of attachment to that tree, I feel like that would be uh, way less likely. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I, I have a feeling that he doesn't. And it's weird. <laughs> it's Because <strange>. <laughs> he's a weird guy, man. I mean, for sure, to be in his line of work, you gotta, All right, you gotta boy, be a little you different. Said you, a, you said you had a couple trees in front of your yard. Why don't you go into that? Oh, yeah. Like, was it? Did you plant this? Did you, or is it just like you had the tree when you were little and like it it bloomed bigger? So there's a tree in my backyard, and around when I was born, I don't know the exact date, but like it was literally a twig coming up from the ground, and it was one of those things where like they had to have uh ropes and shit like tied to it to keep it steady and now it's like not huge but it's like a big fucking tree you know that tree in my backyard by the pool like left corner yeah yeah okay yeah and like and then like in the spring it's like has like little cherries and it's all pink and it's like if, if someone told me that we had no choice and the city was coming to just fucking chop it down i'd be like wait you gonna do it, but on, on the other hand, yeah, on the other hand, exactly, it's in the backyard. It's not on that little fucking gray area. I feel, I feel like that area, that patch of grass between the sidewalk and the street, is like how uh, you could do crimes in international waters because That's there's no Mad jurisdiction. Dude. That's yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure <laughs> you're in the thunderstorm right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you murder someone in the area between the sidewalk and street, you you get away because they can't prosecute it. <laughs> They're like that's that that, that as long as they don't that doesn't even count in that. Like as long as you get either side of that area, you're good. Yeah, that's my max territory. I have a tree, so I moved uh the house. That I okay, so I grew up in Jackson. I moved to Manalpin in when I was 13. No, I was like 11 or something like that. But my dad uh, grew up, we bought the house that my grandma owned, you know. So my dad moved to this house that I live in when he was 11. So, like, I then moved into it. He planted a Christmas tree, uh, I don't know, around that year, you know. But when I moved into it, you know, like there was a power line that it touched. And the tippy top of this Christmas tree just touched that power line when I moved in. And then me and my dad got a little green thumb a couple years when we were here. And we would, like, feed the tree. I don't, we would go to Home Depot and buy these things for, like, you know, growth and, and, and whatnot. And today, as we're speaking right now, this tree, like, the bottom branch is on that power line. 
So this is a tree that was probably like 30 years old at this point and like hit its max and was top. But like we started giving it all this stuff and dude, it like doubled in size. So I, I like really appreciate that tree for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's it's away from the road. It's in the front yard, but it's away from the road. But it's it's a tree that I, you know, I think of all the work that me and my dad did to, you know, make that tree grow. And I, I wouldn't want someone to cut it down. So I'll I respect it. I'll tell you what we should do. We should get my tree and your tree on the podcast next week. Yeah. See what they got to say. Dude, they've seen things (laughs) that me and you don't have. We couldn't compare. We could say things like, what's the deal with squirrels? I mean, they're eating your pine cones and then what? They leave? They take your nuts. They bury your nuts. They never (laughs) even touch your nuts again, dude. I don't even know. And then, uh, in the morning, you say, um, hello, I'm still here. <laughs> All right. So Fat Mike's dude news. Polly, I don't know if you saw this, but NASA scientist. And I feel like we got this theme of like that I keep grabbing from. It's not movies today, but it's NASA scientists have come up with uh, there is a parallel universe that moves completely backwards is what NASA scientists are saying. Just without giving you any more info, how do you feel? I don't even know what the fuck that means. There's a parallel there's a, universe. It's you. What they're saying is it's our, universe, it's our world moving completely backwards, meaning I don't know where this universe is. But like it's it's me talking like it's I'm just going backwards right now. I don't know somewhere in that's what NASA says it space. is. Well, that's what NASA <laughs> scientists. That is what NASA scientists are coming up with right now. All right. Okay. So so you're telling me probably the smartest people on the planet. Big theory is that there's a universe. Where people talk like, like how Missy Elliott talks in Missy uh... Elliott, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, so wait, hold on. So, f- follow up question Do people age backwards? Is this like a Benjamin Button type thing? Okay, I'll give you the background now that we got into it. I just wanted to get your, your initial thoughts. So, in Antarctica, they have this, uh, like a weather balloon type of, you know, scientist device. I don't know what they call these things, right? But they send it up, and it went four times. So a commercial airline, whatever amount of altitude they're in, they went four times the amount mm-hmm. of, I don't know, four times, like, in the air, you know? So it's it's way up there is what we're saying. And this weather balloon, you know, I guess it picks up particles and matters and and whatnot. Um, so the uh, – let me read through my notes real quick. Um so they picked up particles that uh, defied the laws of physics, and that's 100% true. So these they have really heavy particles that always – I guess they know what these particles they, uh, are, and they're proven, but they always fall like through or down to earth, and they never go through a solid object. So they always just hit the ground, right? They're really heavy particles or whatever it says. And – these particles that they captured that are always really heavy and hit the earth in Antarctica, they found these particles going up towards space, right? And 
it says here some scientists are saying it's not proven that it's a parallel universe that they're detecting, but they it, they all agree that these particles are traveling in reverse and they're defying the laws of physics. So there's something to be said about that. But the NASA scientists are are believing that that is confirming of a reverse parallel universe. The other scientists are saying, look, all scientists are told to think outside the box. Like, hey, if this is not happening right, I think we learned this in like eighth grade science, too. Like, if this is not true, what else could it be? Think outside the box. And that's what these NASA scientists are doing. They're saying, hey, this is happening, and I think this is it. And until you can prove otherwise, that's their, like, thesis, I guess. But NASA, like, these smart scientists, that's their thesis. So the thesis is that there's a parallel universe. Some scientists are debunking it, saying, no, there, there could be a thousand possibilities of why this is happening. But NASA is saying, boom, parallel universe, we're moving backwards somewhere else. So where do they think this universe exists? Or they just think it exists somewhere? It just exists. We, we, they don't know that much. They're just saying these particles should be traveling down towards the Earth. They're, and they're really heavy. And they're going backwards. And they just came up with, hey, this shit is... Going backwards somewhere. <laughs> That's really fucking crazy. But what are these particles? Think, uh, like, what does that um, mean? Particles, neutrons, part, p- protons, electrons. I don't know. <laughs> them, you know, <laughs> particles. You know what <laughs> a particle is? Go to Antarctica and, and see the you know penguins and ask the particles. They're neutrons, protons, electrons are negative. I know that much. Um, but they're moving backwards, dude. They're going up. And they're really heavy, but they're going up. I don't know. What My if, thing is okay, to you, like, Paul, what would you think of a universe? Like, if somehow you could Neil deGrasse Tyson, open a portal, stick your head in, and see your life moving backwards. What would you think about that? What would you tell yourself? What if you met yourself today, but the other person was going backwards to the day you were born, but, like, today was the day that you met? What would you say? Wow. Okay. So do I only have, like, one meeting with this person, or can I meet back with them whenever I want? You got an hour. Like, you you can sit down. You can talk. I mean, I feel like you would have to do some major manipulating of, like, finances. You would have to ask them... Like, what's the biggest stock right now? What's the, like, if if you can, go and Google lottery numbers for yeah. a day that's, like, two days in my future. You know, I would really try to fuck with the whole timeline. You know, I, I, I would not be like, um, so, did you ever find the meaning of life? Yeah. Did you ever did find, you find fulfillment? Love? Who'd you, you marry? Know, yeah. Uh, listen, I'm 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 more worried. Only? I'm more worried about. Can you get me a hundred million dollars tomorrow from not doing anything? That's what I'm interested. Now, if you get a hundred million to- tomorrow, did he always have that hundred million? Like, see, that's the question, dude. If if <laughs> me doing, see, but me doing that, if that affects future me from existing, I don't even care. Like, do you care? I just care if me now has it. What do I care if, about him? 
You don't even give a shit about that guy, dude. Yeah, would you? I don't know. I, I, I mean, no, I don't care about it because I am me. Yeah, he is me too, but I am me. And you have no, the funny thing is you have no info for that guy. Like, you would right. say, yeah, like, being a baby sucks, dude. You, you can't do anything. <laughs> I don't, like, what do you tell that guy? I don't, yeah, 21's a sucky year, bro. Like, you already lived it and you hated it or, or you didn't hate it, but oh, it wasn't okay, but- good. Like, okay, but what about this? If there's if there's a parallel universe that exists and you get to talk to you from the future, except the you that you talk to is like senile at this point and he, and like he doesn't even remember anything, what would you then talk about? Uh, fuck, I don't even know. Dude. <laughs> like that that's the problem. Like I guess if you think about it, he would start the day you die, right? So, I don't know, dude. I'm not yeah, one of the so, NASA yeah, nuts. Like, I'm thinking of like, oh, like, yeah, like growing up sucks. Like, he already knows that, but he doesn't know that. He knows the day you die, the day you died, until the day we meet. Yeah, if we're saying in this hypothetical situation today, I would then have to tell him about my past, and I'd be like, "There's gonna be a lot of things I'm not happy about. I did, bro. Uh, okay, but so- you know, we did." So the way you're you're interpreting this is that the day you die, an alternate you is born. Well, if he's as moving, old as you are when you die, I, and then that, say if that he's moving backwards, right? So like these particles are totally in reverse. That would mean like his birthday would be my death day, right? And then he picks up, and he doesn't know he's. I mean, his life is one hundred percent reversed. But it would be the idea that. He started the day I end, and he doesn't know what's at the start, you know, because that's his end. My start is his end, so he doesn't know what's past my day. I, so I, would, I literally, he doesn't know what I grew up with. I literally cannot believe NASA people came up with this theory. This literally sounds like a theory that a girl who shares their horoscope in their Instagram stories would say, like this, like or something, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, it's not like the craziest thing in the world to me. Like, I like I don't have a hard time believing that as I do to like some other stupid stuff. You know. I mean, I, the particles are moving backwards. You know, whether we like to believe it or not, they all. <laughs> if there's a not another universe, it doesn't mean they didn't find these particles going backwards. And there's nothing. And there's nothing you could do about it, Mike. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna move backwards. They're okay? gonna move backwards. And, they're and gonna find a lot of upsetting things I did in my early twenties. I don't. And, I can't explain oh, it. Oh, dude, imagine that. Uh, imagine coming up as an eighty-year-old guy and then living sixty years and then seeing all the stupid shit you did when you were like twenty, twenty-one. No. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's, not, and there's nothing even you could do to stop it because that's just what it is. Oh, that's they're gonna. That's what your that's what your particles decided you were doing. It's like telling your dad or your not even. It's like telling your mom everything you did when you were 19 and 20. Which, look, I lived on my own. Like at 18, I moved to North Carolina and I was on my own until 22. I don't want to tell my mom anything I did in those four years. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of questionable things down there. But yeah. no one was there to, to watch me. No one was there to watch me bloom. Now I'm going to have to tell myself, my who used to be 80-year-old and now is 27-year-old self, 
what I did when I was 22, 21. No, I don't want to say that. It because was bad. The, right. Cause, and also the thing is when like you're 18 to 21 or whatever, you kind of have that thought of like, I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, or like how maybe people who are like twice your age will kind of give you like a feeling of like, oh man, you don't even know. You don't even know what you're talking about. And I feel like I've, every year since then, I have been like, I was so fucking stupid. Like when I was 22, even when I think of when I'm 21, I was like, I was so stupid. And like, you know, even looking back, you know, now looking back, especially when I was 18, I think about some stuff I did or like some decisions I've made when I had the choice between one or two things and like thinking about like, what the fuck are you even thinking? Now imagine how stupid your 80 year old self would think looking back, like when you have 60 years of perspective looking back on it now. No, 100%. What is weird about me Sometimes when I think back, and I've said this to people before, when I think back to myself in North Carolina when I was like 21, 22, I, I guess because I was more living on my own away from family and everything, I think back to myself as like older than I even am now because I was doing, yeah. I was living a life, you know, I had my thing. And like, sometimes I'm like, dude, you were like, you were doing things back then. You were, you were, the, you were the guy. And <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm almost like older when I was back then. And I have to remember, I mean, I've done a lot of dumb, stupid things, but I'm like, I don't know. I had a good time. back. I had a good time. I had a good hey, Mike, dumb time down there. I'm going to tell you what my, uh, I don't even know what you would call this person. They lived like two houses behind me. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say my neighbor said to me who, who I ran into at, in a mixed greens. Shout out Manalapin once said to me, you know what he said to me? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. I ran into him after a decade of not seeing him. And he said, is that Paul? And I said, oh, my God. Hey, how are you? And he said, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I said, doo, 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 doo. and he said, uh, what are you what are you up to now? And I said what I was up to. This is I think I might have just graduated college. And uh, he said, well, you know what? It's never too late to reinvent yourself. And he said, I wow. reinvented myself two times already, and I'm 52. And I said, you know what? I'm going to reinvent myself right now. I will get hard-boiled eggs in my salad. And I did, and I've, <laughs> I've never been the same. <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at life, isn't it? Right. You can get hard-boiled eggs. Maybe tomorrow you, you get scrambled eggs. You get hard-boiled eggs, you could be a little bitch and get fucking bell peppers. Like a little bitch. Like a little bitch, Mike. We don't expect bell pepper bitches over here. Mike, if you ever catch me getting bell peppers in my salad, you have the right to call me a baby back bitch right to my face. If you ever see me order that in front of you, Paul, I want you to slap me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm a few white claws deep and I'm emotional about it, all right? What do you say we call Alex? See what he has to say. Oh, my God. I totally forget. All right. Let me introduce this segment. So today's day one of pre-gaming with Paulie season three or four or whatever we're up to right now. And so our new segment is called our sports fact of the day of the week with Alec Bacher. And we're just going to call him. He doesn't even know we're going to call him right now. And Paul's just going to put him on the mic. And uh, we're going to get a sports fact. And we're going to just talk about it. We're not going to Google anymore. 
whatever he says is fact, and we want to hear what he says, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Right, exactly, Mike. That was an excellent explanation, and you know, I just want to reiterate that whatever Alex says is a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> it, it, I'm not a fact checker, Paul. I'm not fact. Yeah. Don't call me fact checker, Jonathan. You know, I'm not. I'm not that guy. Alex, sports fact of the day. Here we go. Can you hear that? Really? Oh, yeah, I can hear like, the man of steel. How we doing? I'm better now that I'm talking to you. We need to know what your sports fact of the day is. Okay, cool. My sports fact of the day is the only city in the entire country that all major sports teams share the same color is Pittsburgh. Wow. That is an interesting sports fact. That is. Hey, wait, Alex. Wait, Al- is it black, gold, and white or something like that? Yeah, black, black, yellow, and white. Black, yellow, and white. Wait, Alec, I actually wanted to ask you one more thing. Yeah. All right, I just hung up wow, on Wow, that's so um, interesting. Honestly, that is that is a good sports fact. That's not, like, happening in the news today, but that's that's a hell of a fact. I didn't know, I didn't know that. But now I don't know that if I, I have much to say about penguins, that. No, I, I, we're going to break it down a little bit. You got the Penguins, you know, you know, Sidney Crosby, he's got... He's got his penguin uniform on. He got a little gold, a little yellowish He's so gold. He's so talented. He's so talented. He's got a little white with that penguin. He's got a little black with that penguin. And then you think of Ben Roethlisberger, right, Paul? You think of the Steelers. You got that black helmet. You got that yellow. I mean, they got a little red in there, but you you, you got the black, the yellow, the gold. No, Mike. And then Mike. Else, no, Paul? Mike. Mike. Wait, wait, Mike. Wait, Mike. 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 Wait, wait. No, Mike. I I don't think of Ben Roethlisberger. I think of. I think of Jerome the bus Bettis. Why do they call him the bus? Because it's <laughs> a big boy. Because big because boy. he runs them over. Yeah, he's got knee Wait, problems, no, and a lot of people Wait, no, that use bus getting knees. What? Wait, no, Mike. Because he runs them over, <laughs> and he does have knee problems. Shout out Jerome Bettis. Shout out his knees. Shout that boy's got to retire uh, sometime soon. I don't know what year it is, but yeah. he's got to retire. Honestly, all praise to Jerome Bettis' orthopedist. Uh, you know, we're thinking about you, especially during this time. We're thinking about your family. Uh, if there's anything, all right, guys, if there's anything we could do uh, for Jerome Bettis' orthopedist, drop a link in the comment. We're going to start a GoFundMe. Right, I was um, about to say <laughs> www.gofundme.com backslash Jerome Bettis needs. <laughs> All right, what, so about, what about Troy Palomalu, Paul? You got a little head and shoulders in that bathroom of yours, or what? Wait, 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 hold on. Troy Palomalu? We're talking about Mr. Garnier Fructis? Mr. Head and Shoulders? Remember that one Madden where they didn't have one person on the cover? They had oh, two no. people on the cover. They had Troy Palomalu, that Larry Fitzgerald character, oh. right? They're battling it out. The uh, cover. Who wins? Well, who wins? You tell me. Um, I mean, listen, if you have Troy Palomalu and Larry Fitzgerald in a vicious cockfight, I'm going to take Troy Palomalu any day of the week because not only does he have head and shoulders, you know he has? He's got knees and toes, toes, knees and toes. Oh, my God. Shout out Jerome Bettis' orthopedist. Again, <laughs> uh, if you want to Venmo me a dollar and put the uh, caption as Jerome Bettis' orthopedist, I will <laughs> I will donate that dollar immediately into the GoFundMe, <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash Jerome Bettis' knees. Uh, <laughs> I think this is really important for the culture. 
Well, all right. We, we, we talked about we talked about hockey. We talked about uh, Sidney Crosby. We talked about football. We talked about the Steelers. We talked about Ben Roethlisberger, Troy Palamala. We talked about the Arizona Cardinals with Larry Fitzgerald. You know, we didn't talk about baseball. We got baseball. Oh, we got my flat. God. We got gold. We got pitches and catches we're supposed to report this week, Paul. What do you think? That's the worst thing about that? quarantine. So the worst thing about quarantine is that I'm I'm watching the tube. I'm 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 turning on the Roku TV, uh, high since fifty five inch, and I'm trying to put on baseball, and there's no baseball because pitchers and catchers were supposed to report this week, and now they and can't because, and 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 Mike, I can't watch pitchers and catchers because of a bat, because <laughs> now 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 all of a sudden a bat. Is gonna make me not watch kickers, kickers and pitchers. I was about to say kickers and pitchers. They're not gonna let me watch kickers and pitchies. Because a bat, a fruit bat. Now, first of all, Mike, you if you put a bat in hand-on-hand combat with me, I'm gonna beat a bat in a fight. That's why when I see people. I, I feel like this is, might be more of a popular thing nowadays that, like, there's a goose that is very territorial and it's running towards a person and they say things like, ah, and they run away. If a goose ran towards me, and especially if I'm with a child, which I feel like a lot of these videos are, I'm kicking that goose in the fucking mouth. Oh, so you think the goose has adapted and natural selection has made it immune to Timberlands kicking it in the mouth. What are we talking about geese for, bro? We're talking about bats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with it? We're talking about a bat and coronavirus. What are we talking about? Like no, 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 no. I'm talking about geese. First of all, fuck all the, the geese. Pirates. We're not talking about the New York Yankees and goose gossage, bro. First We're of talking all, about the pirates. First they're of all, gold. Fuck. They're black. They're white. There's like every other sports team in that town. Shout out Alec Baker, dude. Fuck geese. Second of all, Venmo me a dollar. I'm going to put it to Jerome Bettis' knees. Third of all, a goose is beating me in a fight. I'm not running away from a goose. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even know what you're saying, Paul. No, wait, Mike. There's a very small percentage of the population that will know exactly what I'm saying. And if you know what I'm saying, you will DM me on Instagram at Pauly for President and we will talk about this. Nobody even knows who you are right now, bro. <laughs> hey, Mike. On Spotify with Joe Rogan. We're not trending <laughs> Instagram right now. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hey, Mike. Look at me. I know people at home are going to be serious, but hey, look. Ho. Oh. Hey, look at me. I have a I have a podcast on Spotify. That's oh, what people look so like. So many freaking Polaroids in that corner. That's a lot of Polaroids. Went You're mad at Polaroids. Pole has in his freaking bedroom. I don't know. I, I, I Punchline. Here we go. Da da da. Let's move on to the next segment, which is oh we have oh okay. Segment, Listen, we one thousand percent stole this name from the Reddit commu- commu- community from the Reddit community. And we're not ashamed about it because it's a great name, but this is called the meme economy. And basically what we're going to be doing is talking about trends on social media or just trends in the world and how we feel about them. Mike, can you tell us what our first trend slash meme is? 
turn those machines back on. It's the meme economy. Yeah, exactly what Paul said. Uh, I know it's called the meme economy, but, you know, sometimes we're going to bring up memes. But if we do this weekly, it, it's kind of like what's trending on the Internet this week. You know, so any kind of trends we're going to bring up. Um, we're going to start it with I know I know my friend Paulie loves this, but the Spotify end of the year wrap up playlist hey hey look at hey friends look at what look at the top five songs i listen <laughs> to man hey hey oh wow those are my top five songs get a kick out of my five top five artists man this is crazy i'll tell you how what, do you feel what, about that paul here's what i feel I about sell? first of all selling the the spotify wrap-up I think, I mean, I've, I'm going to catch flack for this because from what I've seen on my timeline uh, and my story, whatever the fuck you, whatever the fuck you'd call it, uh, during this time, it seems like a lot of people are doing this where 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 they pose it. I think it's so fucking stupid. It sounds like something I would do in middle school or in like. Not even late high school, in early high school, so people can be like, so I could show people like, oh, I'm not like you. I listen to this music. Oh, your top person is Ariana Grande. That's so apropos. That's so mainstream. Me. My top one is Mac DeMarco. (laughs) Ever heard of him? So now I'm going to put it on my story so everyone can see. And then you're going to have the people that are going to be the counter-counter people. So you're going to have the counter people like me that say it's whack. And then you're going to have the counter-counter people that say things like, don't listen to the haters. I love lis- I love hearing what other people are listening to. It makes me listen to more music. If you need, if you need someone else's Spotify wrap-up post to find new music you're not trying hard enough and you're never gonna find new music sorry Susie and alan who are listening right now and think that way i'm so sorry uh are those two random names i just picked to be the enemies in this prompt yeah but yeah, definitely out on that. I would never do that in a million years. And again, this is coming from someone, me and you both, who may be a little more reckless in our posting than most people. I feel like oh, me yeah. and you and our stories and, and Instagrams may put things that uh, other people would not put just because we we think they're funny. And it's like one of those things like, oh, I don't care if anyone else thinks it's funny. I think it's funny. If it's funny um, to me, I'm doing it. So, I mean, I guess I respect that on that level. Because to me, if you're doing that, you have to say, I don't care if people think this is weird. I'm just doing it. In my head, I think it's, I think it's whack. I don't, I, I don't think anyone gives a fuck. I don't, think, I don't think anyone is looking at that and being like, oh, nice. I'm going to listen to this. I think, I think it's people uh, stroking their own gravitas 
I think people want to believe that they listen to things that other people don't listen to, and they want other people to know that they listen to stuff that they don't listen to, and I think that's all it is. Wow. And I will 100% agree, but agree for every reason. You say sell, I will buy. And I'm going to buy it because I love posting my Spotify rap-up playlist. <laughs> I love it so much. And I post it, and I post it again and again. And because I – exactly how you said, like, you post it because it's something that I don't care. If I find it cool, I'm going to post it. And that that's how me and you post things. But I I literally don't care if everyone clicks through it. I like seeing it. I like seeing because I usually get surprised by it that, you know, look, I'm not your normal basic bitch. I'm a little crazy. I listen to pop punk, but not Blink-182 pop punk, like different pop punk. (laughs) You know, like I got I got a little flavor in me per se. But if I listen to pop punk, I also listen to country. And I'd like to see a little country in my top five with my pop punk. And everyone's like, what the fuck a playlist is this? That's what I like to see. And I'm going to post it. And if you all skip it, that's fine. Skip it. But I'm proud of my my diversity in my music that you don't have. Because you listen to trap music and you only listen to trap music. <laughs> <laughs> you only listen to rap and it's Drake and it's Drake and it's Drake. And it's it's Blink-182 and it's Blink-182 and it's Blink-182. Yeah, no, I got Dean Lewis. I got Jason Aldean and I got Neck Deep or something. I don't know. Wonder Years. And I like that about myself and I'm going to tell everybody else about it. So you can sell it and you can skip it. But guess what, Paul? I'm going to post it and I'm going to buy it. And I don't care if everyone else skips it. I love it. And and honestly, to agree with you in some in some sense, I'm really not looking at anyone else's. Maybe if I have like a crut look, I'm a single boy. I'll tell everybody I'm a single boy. Maybe if I have a crush, I'll look at theirs at that New Year's time to see what what type of vibe they're going with. <laughs> but other than like so yeah if i post it around to you and you're like oh you're into me and you're like, oh that's that music that he likes who knows but um yeah i'll skip everybody else maybe if i like somebody if i'm into somebody i'll look at their tunes that they post and i'll look more into it but everybody else i'm gonna skip right away i don't give a fuck if everybody listening skips my plays playlist right away i want them to i you know like it's just you put it out there for somebody else to see you know Wow. First of all, there's so much to unpackage about what you just said. First of (laughs) all, I'm not going to lie. The first 80% of what you said, you honestly were kind of convincing me. Because (laughs) even as I was saying what I was saying, I felt it as a little hypocritical as someone who will post stupid things a lot. However, I will say it is rare for me... Ah, I don't even want to say that in case it's not true and I just don't even realize it. But I was going to say, I feel like it's, I, I might even be lying right now. I don't know. But I was saying, I feel like it's rare for me to post something like that. That's like a super popular trend and not do it ironically. I feel like more times than not, if you see me posting something that is a trend like that, I'm doing it 
as a tongue-in-cheek thing. Now, the last part of what you said I found very interesting. How you almost saw this as like a love connection type of thing. Okay. Is this true or am I am I putting words in your mouth or not? Yo. Um pause cut. Um no, I uh I would say I mean stop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh I would say um what you're saying is a love connection. I wouldn't say that per se, but I would say it in a way where, yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, I'm single right now. So, like, if I would post it, I don't, I, not even if I had my eye on somebody, if someone had their eye on me, if I did have my eye on somebody, that is somebody to say, hey, these are my interests, you know, like, so I don't, I don't blame it on any. And I feel like a lot of people that do this are probably single. I'm not going to lie. And that are like, hey, people, like, this is what I'm listening to right now. I, I'd like to see the demographic of, a, like, a breakdown of people who post their Spotify wrap-up playlist to being single or being, you know, in a relationship. And I bet at least 65% are single and want other people to know. I would a 1,000% agree with you on that. I 65 think is that... a good over-under number, right? I think I... 65 is... Is a great over. Yeah. If I were betting on that, I would say over, to be yeah. honest. I think I think there is some sort of more motivation to be doing that. Um, because it is it is almost in a sense putting yourself in the arena of saying, Hey, I like this music. If you also like this music, let's like this music together. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I don't and I, I I what was I going with? I don't know, man. Yeah, go on. <laughs> All right, so I, I'm a sell, you're a buy. I think we have one more. Yeah, uh, one uh, more. Uh, okay, so the next meme economy topic we got is the happy birthday Instagram post. Now, we're not talking about the one post. We're talking about that over you're you're clicking you're clicking you're clicking you're school still in that happy birthday post ball like you're like who's the next person on my story you got <laughs> you got seven you got seven you got happy next birthday next to my best friend of all time you you got seven freaking posts of one person and they're never the same they're never a picture where the person's birthday is the the centric of it you're it's never that person that like wow this person looks great in the photo it's always whoever is posting the happy birthday looks fantastic or they're not even in it and it's like making the birthday person look stupid you know (laughs) like just a video of them doing their worst and a happy birthday post to that person how do you feel about that paul all right listen First of all, you're talking about stories, right? You're talking about Instagram story. Instagram stories. Right. Um, there was a time when I think I would have been okay with that. I think when I was a younger man, maybe when I was in college, I would be more okay with that. I think as I get older, I feel like it's more and more whack. I feel like 
you know, I, I, I feel like in both these meme economies, uh, meme economy uh, segments or topics, I feel like I'm coming off as uh, cynical. And I don't want it to seem that way because there are a lot of memes and trends that I do like. But th- this, it's almost, it's almost self-indulging. As you were saying, how like the other person is like the focal point. It's not about my friend's birthday. It's about me and my friend's birthday. You know, it's not about yeah. like, oh, this person turned uh, 25. It's about this turned 20. This person turned 25, and here are pictures that I'm also in. You know, and there I'm Wait, sure there Paul, are. Can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can like we started at the beginning with the Poconos trip and, and my story? Can we start with your story on how you post about my birthday, just to give you, just to give the audience of like how you go about my birthday? And I guess I guess people can s- tell by this point <laughs> <laughs> that we that we are pretty good friends you know like we we met each other before the quarantine um can you can you t- <laughs> so tell me so we've been friends for a, uh like 11 12 years whatever it fucking is i don't care um but you know we've been friends for a while now can you tell people how you go about posting my birthday instagram stories so for the past few years when it's been Mike's birthday, I've been doing the, that exactly what we're talking about, that Instagram story where it's one, happy birthday, next story, two, next, my, next, friend, next, Mike. But when I do it, I, <laughs> I specifically cut off the picture so Mike's face is barely shown. Like I, it's half shown at most. Maybe it's like a quarter. And I'm doing that in parody of what these people are doing because I'm making this whole post about me, but I'm doing it on purpose. Whereas these people are doing it with the veil as if they're doing it about this other person. So like and it's always it's always my favorite post. Like I I, I constantly <laughs> find it funnier. I mean, there's a lot of like I'll, I'll give a shout out my cousin, my cousin Dana. She posted great funny videos of me being drunk. But do I find you posting me half in the picture and more about you funnier? Yes, I do. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> so, so much. It's, it's like it's like when you see like these posts and it's like, let's say it's like a girl doing another girl. A girl doing another a girl. girl doing a girl. Another. A girl making a post about her girlfriend, and let's say she does a post of like them in bathing suits, and like we all know how angles play a big factor on everything, and the girl posting it like just looks way better than the other one. It's like you did this for you, you didn't do this for them, and that's why I'm out on this because the people who are doing this or doing it for them, for the most part. Are there people who do it that genuinely do it? Yes, obviously. Now, I don't want people not donating to Jerome Bettis' knees because they think I'm, uh, <laughs> because they think I'm being mean or they think I'm being too uh, narrow in my analysis. But I, I'm, I'm out on it. I think it's so ingenuine for the most part. I think people don't even watch it uh, which defeats the purpose of it. I like if if I see one that's like 
you see somewhere the dots on the Insta story are so small because there's fucking like 30 oh of them. God. And like Dude. once you see that, I get through two, three, maybe. And then I, I swipe I mean, in. So like, if you so have like, more than five in a day, what are you doing? Though? Yeah. You so doing? it's like, I don't know. I'm out on I'm selling it. I'm selling it. Selling it? Hey, Paul. Yeah, Mike. Can I? Can I buy it? Oh! Wait, wait, wait! I want to buy it for one. I had a reason. What was my reason? Shit, I fucking forget, dude. See that? Um, so you don't even know. That's why you're selling. I don't even know it, dude. I'm gonna buy it. Well, I'm gonna buy it because I just want to disagree with you. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I just. I, I love what you do for me, Paul. I love when you do that shit. You know, I I, I love that phrase. Like it's I'm doing ironic. it because it's what we do is ironic. It's ironic. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a funny thing they just did. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, it, it gives me quite pleasure to skip through everybody else's story. <laughs> so I'll you're buying it story on that all day, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I don't I'll care. Through it. I'll go back and then I'll skip through it again. You know, look, put embarrassing photos of your your girlfriends and and the boobs hanging out. Maybe I'll watch it. So, Mike, fu- the boobs aren't hanging out. I'll skip it. I don't care, Paul. I don't care. So, skip final decision. You're you're buying or selling this meme or this trend? All right, I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it. Oh my! I think my camera just went out. My camera's oh, yeah, then. Can yeah, you that's good. Yeah. That's okay because I think we're probably wrapping up anyway. So we have a buy for you on the first meme. Uh, Spotify wrap up. I sold it. Uh, on second meme, birthday Insta stories. I sold. You sold. Um, we're gonna. And sell- I think. What was that? I said we're gonna sell that one. We're gonna sell. Yeah. That one. I honestly collectively, I I don't like it either. Um, I like the funny ones like. Try to try to get, try to be fun. Try to try yeah. to have some fun, girls, girls and dick. guys. Try to try to make fun of each of <laughs> each other. Like I make fun of Paul. Make fun of me. So okay. I what I like to do. So uh, to go off of that a little bit, uh, this past year even talking, uh, I've uh, I've definitely posted pictures with people I've had pictures with, but like. You know, you usually post this for, like, your top, like, five best friends. You're, like, doing an Insta story. Hey, happy birthday, whatever. I like people. I like to be nice to, you know, people that I'm friendly with and people that I enjoy in life. And I think they're good people. And I really respect. But, like, people that I'm not even close with. You know? Just, like, people that you know that are you think are good people. I like posting Insta stories for them. To where you know they do not think you're about to post an Insta story for them. They think, like, Mike Schwenk is somebody I know, but, like, he'll never post an Insta story. I like posting the Insta story for that person. And I think, Paul, you've seen me post these before. We're just like, happy birthday, so-and-so. And And you have a picture. You have pictures with these people. They're just not your best friends. They're not even your close friends. They're, like, people that you just like. I love doing that Insta story. And I'm sure... Listeners, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure, Paul, uh, that you've seen me do this before. And I just like doing it because you 
It's like saying happy birthday. Why why can't you do that to somebody that you like? Why can't you do that to somebody that you're friendly with? I like doing Let's... it to anyone. I love people. You know, if I if I respect you as a person and I like you, why not make them happy and post a picture of you guys? Let's normalize it. Normalize posting for random people. Random normalize pe- posting for random people. I love random people. It, it, look, I'm not saying some random person you really don't like. I'm not saying some random person you... Whoever. I'm saying a person you like, that you respect, that you say, hey, that's a good guy, a good girl. I like mm. post that person. And I, I know so. for a fact, I've done this before. I'm, this is not a new thing for me. I know for a fact people have dm this picture that i've posted back and forth who who is this guy to say this to that person <laughs> i know i know for a fact it's happened you know what you know what i said to those people hey what's that i, w- I want to wish this person a happy birthday i want everyone to know it i, I think they're a good person i, w- I want to say happy birthday happy birthday this is a picture of me i look good in this picture they look good in this picture happy birthday man or or girl what's so bad about that what's so bad about that paul nothing Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, Mike. I think that is an absolutely perfect moment to end it on. I think you summed it up so Uh, fucking uh, good there, bro. We're all friends here. Friends in the world. We're all friends here. Now, again, we want to remind you that pre-gaming with Paulie is probably going to come out every Monday. That's what we're planning on. So uh, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts. It'll probably be everywhere. Um, I don't know, Mike, you want to say anything else to end us? Well, can you look at the camera real quick? I'm going to take a picture. This is going to be our promo. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, the only thing I want to say to everybody, I know if there's a video you can't see me, but you can hear me, I just want to say, uh, please check on your friends. And that's that. And that's that. Mike, say it one more time. Check on your friends.